really beautiful and amazing hockey people out there in the hockey world. This is Jeff from What the Puck Podcast. Um, today's going to be a little different. It's been a few weeks since I last did uh, one of these shows uh, for a hockey tea time chat. Um, I have a really amazing guest today. Um, and again, I want to wish a well, it all depends on how you look at it, depending on my guest right now. So I either want to say happy treason day or. Treason. <laughs> I want to say happy uh, 4th of July. So before I bring my guest in, um, I want to give a loud shout out to all those that are listening right now. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And in this person's case, uh, good night. He's going to be listening to my sexy voice as well as uh, you're going to be able to listen to his sexy voice for the next uh, hour or so. But um, I want to give a loud shout out to Mike and Paul at Forecheck Clothing. Uh, make sure you check them out. You can find them at www.forecheckclothing um, or forecheck.co.uk. Um, they got some really amazing uh, premier uh, swagger style hockey clothing for off the ice as well as for those cold nights. Um, also, they do have a uh, really cool uh, glove that helps out uh, your if you're a goalie takes away the shock and helps absorb that uh, shot from uh, whoever's uh, taking the shot on you. Um, uh, Jack Campbell is one of the NHL players that are using it right now, as well as a bunch of elite uh, goalies to include the elite uh, or um, Kings uh, elite goaltending uh, school. Um, him and a bunch of others are also testing it out and using it. The next person I want to give a loud shout out to is my boy out in uh, Vegas, um, Eric Wolf at eFlow Nutrition. Um, definitely check his stuff out if you're trying to get back into the gym. Um, he's got some really great uh, pre-workout products. He's got some uh, in-between workout products as well as just a full all-around uh, workout routine. He's also got some really cool gym swagger. So make sure you check him out, shakers, t-shirts, you name it, he's got it. If you're a stickers guy, he definitely has those. Now, you can find them at www.eflownutrition.com. Um, also, as well as all over uh, social media. Now it's time to bring on um, my guest for today's show. Um, I'm not sure if... Uh, are, are you able to hear me, mate? Yes. Yeah, I can hear you, man. How you all doing? right. Um, you... For some odd reason, um, it's, it's kind of low on your end. Okay, let me turn it up. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Let me just sort all this out a second. Oh, no worries. So while he's doing that, um, it's one of our other sponsors. Um, you, you see his uh, stuff all over uh, Instagram if you follow him. Really great products. It kind of gives you that pirate tattoo, old school hockey feeling. Um, as you can tell, I'm wearing one of his T-shirts right now. Um, I want to bring on... Um, a person that kind of reached out and um, every time I put on a show, he was always giving uh, great compliments. So we started working together. I want to introduce you all to Mike. Is it Giannone? Uh, Giannone, yeah. Giannone. All right. How is the speaker level now? Is it okay? Um, It's a, it's a little better. Um, If anything, I can uh, kind of work it on my end when I do uh do the download but um first of all tell us a little bit about yourself um what got you into ice hockey and everything oh firstly let me uh just thank you for 
bringing me on tonight. Um, <laughs> it's amazing to finally see you up on there. Nice ground, by the way. That's not a computer-generated background either. That's a real one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's where amazing. I'm actually staying now. Um, I work. I'm going to be moving. Uh, moving somewhere. I don't want to say out loud where I'm going to be moving. No, that's all right. In a couple months. No but um. On that note, also, I brought the Boston Harbor. Did you bring the tea and the taxes with you? <laughs> no, I just I, I just brought myself a nice rum and coke tonight. So it's all good. All right, all right. And, uh, don't it's going to be we'll, a late one as well. Uh, don't worry. We'll toss it in the river later. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So. I've, seen a lo- I've seen so much stuff online tonight about um, oh, the, the colonials and all that kind of shit. Um, can I swear on this yeah, show or not? Yeah, d- definitely feel free. <laughs> yeah. Oh, honestly, I kind of got a potty mouth, man. I tell you. Um, but no, no. So, um, so what got me into it? Um, oh, Jesus. Let me have a think. Uh, my fir- my very first um, introduction into ice hockey was um, I was about oh, Jesus. I must have been about eighteen at the time. Um, and my sister, believe it or not, my sister was going into labor, okay? And it was about two o'clock in the morning and I'm on just randomly like headphones on. I've got the hi-fi in the background and I'm just randomly going through different radio stations. All of a sudden I pick up frequency for what was, what sounded like a, to me, a basketball game. Anyway, they start announcing these teams and I have no idea who it is. I have no idea what's going on. And all of a sudden I'm hooked. Um, flash forward to 2000, so would have, no, 2001. So it would have been a couple of years later. And my mum takes me out to New York for the first time. And we're heading into, we're staying in upstate Connecticut at this point. Uh, we've got family up there. And all of a sudden, um, so the following day, we get over our jet lag and she takes me into the city and we stop off at Penn Station and she's like, okay, so this is Madison Square Garden and this is just, you know, where all the sports are played. We go in, we get a couple of tickets for a game, a game. I didn't know what we were getting tickets for, but it was awesome. And then all of a sudden, um, I'm going into the store, which is like inside the complex they've got this this little kind of hockey store going on and this big guy is like staring right at me and I'm looking around and they got all these twigs, they got all these this gear and I go to the front where they got all these jerseys and the guy, I say to him, well, because I was a big kid at the time, I said, oh, have you got a 2XL? And the guy's like looking at me, the only one we got is a this jersey and he takes it out a bright red jersey and it's a devil's jersey and I'm just like okay I've no idea who this team is but I'm like can I get it personal I get it personalized anyway I come back I go and pick it up at the game go to the game that night devils are playing the rangers and <laughs> this is my first introduction into ice hockey and it blew me away and of course I'm sat there with this devil's jersey on in Madison Square Garden <laughs> 
And it's just like one of the most surreal things because I've got people breathing down my neck. I've got yeah. my mum kind of looking back and going, I don't think they like us somehow. And I'm just like, I don't know, I'm just getting on with the game. And oh, honestly, man, the whole thing just blew my mind. I, I was hooked ever since then. Um, and yeah, it's just unbelievable. Great um, introduction into, into the world of ice hockey. Ever since then, it's been kind of on and off. Um, uh, you, you kind of, oh, I went to uni and I, I sort of stopped listening to it because we don't have much coverage in the UK, or at least back in 2000, yeah. it didn't. And it was a, you know, it's hard pressed to get anything. So at best, we're looking at highlights on the internet. We're looking at NHL.com. We can't see full games, but we radio, internet radio was was huge. So thank God for that because we were able to get that. But yeah, that was it. This uh, It was a pretty good intro. <laughs> well, first of all, I give you a bunch of cojones for going into Madison Square Garden with a giant New Jersey uh, Devils <laughs> jersey on um, and being at your first match well hockey game but i I still get have people giving me shit because i call hockey games matches sometimes so um but i mean (laughs) yeah that takes guts um especially when you're just introduced into the sport and don't really realize the actual hatred for other other teams the rivalry that i come to understand because you're you're a rangers fan aren't you i I grew up a rangers fan still a rangers fan but because of uh, living in carolina i've become a canes fan and because of uh lee orchard out in uh vegas i've become a huge uh vegas fan but i was a vegas fan before i knew he was actually the vegas golden knight so Uh, okay okay see this is nice though this is what is is great about the sport in general is how much you don't have to have one team and it's so different to when like for example at the moment with the whole soccer thing that's going on yeah. people are just stuck to that one team and well for me I kind of bring that British side of me out when it comes to supporting the Devils because that is my only team however I do sway sometimes towards either the abs or the blues and that is at a push <laughs> so know? why the blues i mean we can all understand the abs i mean the abs over the years have been up and down but they've had more up seasons than they've had down seasons but the blues <laughs> and the devil okay i understand the devils first time in new york only jersey completely yeah. understand as for the blues um jesus it, I, I think it was because of al mckinnis and just as like I used to watch reels and reels of of like McGuinness just going for it, you know, one timers and and that kind of thing, and that just, oh, it blew my mind just watching the guy play. And then of course when Brodeur went over to the Blues, it was like you know the, the St Louis Blues legend that is Marty Brodeur. <laughs> uh, you know, over no no, it's just um and also also it was like the second I was asking for jerseys when I was younger. Uh, when I come back from from um, my time in New York, and uh, for, I think it was for my birthday or something, I said to my mum, "Oh, mum, can you get me a hockey jersey? Oh, do you want one like the one you got?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, go for something like that." Anyway, she orders me a blues jersey. I have a blues jersey. It's all right. I, I'm not gonna hate on it. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hate on the Jersey Devils or New Jersey Devils jersey, but I won't hate on the Blues. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's, that's good to know. <laughs> but no, it's um, it, oh, widely, yeah, massively. But um, for that reason alone, yeah, love, always love the Devils, but you've got to sway towards sometimes the uh, West Coast teams, you know, yep. Central and all that kind of thing. It's always good. And I know I, I haven't mentioned your hockey company yet, so I, I, I kind of wanted to get a feel for where you were. But if you guys haven't guessed yet, hockey company. (laughs) (laughs) So if if you guys haven't guessed yet, um, Mike is the creator and head person at a hockey art company. Um, Again, really great product. Um, Also, a little more. Oh, anytime it it gives me that tattoo feeling, that uh, Sailor Jerry pirate kind of feeling, and that's why I put in a lot of pirate ships when I do the clip art for your stuff because it, it just yeah. that old school pirate feeling. Um, so tell us a little more about that. How, how did it come about? And like your designs just, are they just thought up of, or do people give you ideas or, I mean, I got the purple haired mistress on, on today. So. I noticed this. It, it looks amazing on you, man. I keep saying this. It, my t-shirts, for some reason, look better on other people than they do on me. <laughs> and I swear to God, I could be like fucking, I could wear like a whole fucking bunch of them and I'll still be like, oh man, that guy wore it way better than I did. But no, it's, it's uh, thank you very much for, oh, no worries. for sporting. Um, on that note, I'm going to cause major amount of controversy with how and why this all started and going on. Hey, go for it. I mean... Today, today is America's birthday. It's Freedom Day, so go oh, ahead and be <laughs> freedom of speech. Amen. God bless America. God save the Queen. <laughs> yes, God that woman. <laughs> so it. Ah, oh, where can I start? Basically, um, so everyone in in who listens to this podcast have obviously heard of uh, the biggest um, hockey apparel uh, company, Violent Gents. And I was buying up their stuff so much back in, oh, when did I discover it? Maybe five years ago or so now. And suddenly, all of a sudden, um, due to obviously whatever it was, there may be political reasons or something, but the import tax was killing me buying up just a T-shirt off them. Yeah. You know, I'm happy to spend $26. Um, I have no idea what that is in probably about £23 or something like that. Twenty six um, exchange rate wise, twenty two pounds. Yeah, yeah. And I was more than happy to be spending that, like every time I got paid. Yeah. And to make it worth my while, I would bulk it out and all that kind of thing. And then all of a sudden, it just got too much, and I was paying more for the import than I was for the t-shirt. Yeah. So I decided to i thought to myself actually fast forward a little bit i was um june of oh no may it would have been may 2020 i started uh we were in the first lockdown so no it would have been march excuse my bad uh timeline there but march 2020 i picked um my wife gave me a pen and pencil and paper and she said to me oh come on, you know, we've got to get out of this somehow. Let's just, why don't you do some artwork? 
So I started to start drawing um, and I thought to myself, I'm just going to draw a bunch of hockey players. I love hockey, so why not? And, and then I started painting and I could not find my rhythm. Uh, I was getting nowhere whatsoever. And one day I just picked it up again after a couple of days and I just thought to myself, right, I'm just going to do something. So I, I started off Carl Palmieri. Okay. Yeah. Um, amazing New York Islanders player. <laughs> and, and coming I, out of a devil's fan's mouth saying that an islander was is amazing you know what <laughs> it's okay we'll forgive you because i was secretly rooting for the islanders in the playoffs me too me too um so i did i did him and um i drew him up and i painted him and i suddenly got back into it and then all of a sudden um, I needed a, I, I needed to come up with a logo because I was on Instagram and I was trying to sell these prints and, you know, they were getting good traction. Um, I would sell like maybe two or three prints. So that was pretty sweet. Then I started doing commissions and I did my first commission for a guy in Scotland who's part of the huge uh, UK Devils um, company. And he wanted a Ken Danico. So I did him a Ken Danico and the rest was all sweet. And it, it was snowballing. So I was going, oh, this is going great. Some dude saw it on Twitter, a guy called Richard out in Vegas, I want to say. No, Nevada. He lives in Nevada. And he has an original of my paintings of uh, Scott Stevens. Oh, wow. So I was like, oh, man, this is unbelievable. I sold my first piece to America. This is amazing. Then... Fast forward, and I'm doing things like, okay, so local hockey, Swindon Wildcats. Um, they only play half an hour at the road from us uh, yep. here. Been to that rink I... plenty of times. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> yeah, well, so we'll get into that in a little bit. I'll tell you a little more about yeah, myself. Yeah. So, But go ahead, uh, continue with the hockey art uh, birth. Yeah, um, so, any, uh, so I started doing a, a, a few, what I called it, collectives. Uh, which generally ranged for about four or five players. So I was doing Van Cleef, I did now, I did, uh, God, who was it? Uh, the, the captain, um, I forget. Aaron Nell? Uh, yeah, yeah that, that guy. And then the other, the captain they got at the moment, I can't think of his name. Um, but anyway, I did a bunch of those and they started picking up traction on Twitter and they started going like, oh, this is amazing. And suddenly the Swindon fan base. Then I needed a logo. Mm-hmm. Um and I came up with this, the, just basically your standard. It looks like it's generic as shit now because I've seen it fucking everywhere is a guy with a hockey helmet on with a beard. Yep. And I'm just like, fuck's sake. I couldn't have fucking thought of anything more generic. <laughs> and um, all of a sudden, um, oh man, you, you want to see the logo. But for what we started out with was unbelievable. It was almost like, I hadn't picked up Photoshop in such a fucking long time that I was asking people how to do curves on a round circle so you can get text as a curve. Yeah. I was literally doing it like letter, twisting it to get it inside the curve. And it was like, oh my God, this has got to be oh easier. God. So um, fast forward to that. I print, I get my own t-shirt done and sent it off. It was like a print on demand company. Mm-hmm. And uh and I get them to, to knock up our first lot. So I made 10. And within the space of a week, all 10 had sold. And I was like, fucking hell, this is amazing. 
That was 13th of July, 2020. So we're always coming up to our first year, which is pretty sweet. Um, and then, yeah, I was literally um, just starting to just knock them out. And I was getting influences from everything and anything. Um, again, you know, I'd be looking at the Violent Gents guy stuff because, you know, unless you're actually... They don't give a shit for you if you're fucking tagging them in it. They don't care. Yeah. And at the same time as that, they're doing their own thing and they don't care about some small one man band in the UK who are, I wouldn't say ripping them off. I wasn't ripping them off, but I was closely <laughs> giving them a lot of credit for yeah. their work and turning it into my own stuff. Yep. So, you know, my whole premises was to start this company was. I'm going to start making t-shirts that are affordable to people in the UK who don't want to spend through the nose on imports from America or anywhere for that matter. And that's how it came about, really. That was the whole sort of feel for it. Um, you know, I have no intention whatsoever of, of mugging any company off. I got massive respect for those guys out there. Um, and now, funny enough, you hear, you see comments uh, online and stuff. Oh my god, your stuff's ripping off violent gents and whatnot. Okay, yeah. Why don't I change it up and do what I want to do? Yeah. So now it's gone from your standard text logo stuff to now basically pretty much doing digital art on a whole other level, a whole world away. Like um, when you say references, I mean Revelate for one, was a huge influence on my work. Um, and that can be seen on on the one you got um, on your T-shirt now. Yeah. Um, and again, uh, Sullen as well. Uh, the guys at in, uh, I think, I don't know where they're from. I think New York is uh, Sullen. And they do some incredible tattoo style pieces and, and incorporate the tattoo style with hockey it goes hand in hand. Yeah. You know, you see how many uh, NHLers have got tattoos, a ton of them. Yep. Um, you know, how many over here have got them, a load of them. And just to get that balance between the two and go from there, you know, it's um, it's been a whirlwind. It's been a fucking manic <laughs> one year. Yep. But at the same time as that, it's been eventful and I would not change it for no, uh, it's been crazy good. You know, real sweet. And, and when you're talking about like how people said you're ripping off another company, it's yeah. not that you're ripping off. It's kind of like when you go to a tattoo artist, if they put an ink on you of a picture that you take off the internet, are you ripping off those people that have their stuff on the internet or is the tattoo artist putting his own little touch into it? And that's what I feel you're doing is you're putting your own little touch into it. Like every tattoo artist puts into their art. I mean, it could look just like the picture on the internet, but at the yeah. same time, they're going to have that little touch to it that it's going to si- signify that they're the ones that are doing it. Um, so, Exactly. And, and the biggest compliment so far has been um, two people so far, or at least one person has had um, my design tattooed on them. Um, that's, that's come up, well, this last couple of uh, months yeah. or so which has been amazing. Like when that person, her daughter comes to me, she said, oh, my mum wants a, 
uh, one of your t-shirts tattooed on her. I was like, oh, I don't think that's even humanly possible to a t-shirt on. So. <laughs> but um, she's like, oh, you know, the, your design, can, can we have the, uh, the, the PNG file? And I was like, yeah, you know, just, I'm not giving it away, but at the same time, it's, it's a massive compliment. Yeah. And then following off the back of that, some, uh, one of my good customers from, from the very first lot of, of hockey art clothing is a Canadian guy from, uh, who lives in Scotland now. And he approached me and asked me for one of the Tendy series that I did um, of the, the goaltenders. Um, I think I, I brought out four of those um, and he wanted one of those and I had to give him the, the PNG file for that. So let's see how that one turns out. That's gonna be, I can't wait for that one. That's going to be awesome. But yeah, like you said, man, it's, you're not, I'm not here to fucking rip anybody off. Yeah. It's like with anything, if, it's been done before, redo it, but do it your way. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And anything that's been done just comes full circle again. So, <laughs> you know, my idea is not original in the slightest, but what I'm doing, I feel, is original in my way. You know what I mean? So exactly. And yeah. um, I'm not sure if it was you that contacted me or me that contacted you, or I, I forgot how that happened because it's, we've kind of developed this friendship over social media. Yeah. And, it's a great thing. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not the type of person that's going to ask any company to send me anything. If you volunteer or offer, or I kind of like throw the, Hey, that's pretty badass. It wouldn't, it would probably look better on me kind of comment, but I, I'm Do not you know how skeptical I was about sending you something. I, you were like the 15th or 16th person from just generally to contact yeah. me and go, oh, can, uh, you know, can I have a bunch? Of, you didn't say can I have a bunch of free stuff, but it was along those lines of, oh, you know, it'd be great to wear some of your stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, I had these guys who did a podcast out in, in Chicago. It's four lads. Must have been about, what, fucking 20 or something. Yeah. And there was, they gave me their sizes and I'm not kidding. I fucking lost. It must have been close to Oh, it takes me what ten pound a t-shirt. I get it for like seven quid, so fourteen twenty-one. It, it was close to like thirty quid's worth of t-shirts. Oh wow! Out Chicago, and that was just the week before you contacted me, and I was like, "Oh man, I got another one. What does he want?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but I, it works out. It works out so well, man. Um. So, with me being over in the U.S. and those guys kind of like taking advantage of you still being kind of like in the process that you are, but then you have me that I have two other companies. I mean, uh, eFlow nutrition is my buddy's company. Um, I've known him since like 2000 when I lived out in California. So I've known this guy for like years. Um, and then I know Paul from when I lived over in the UK and played with some of the military teams. And then Mike, I haven't met in person, but I've uh, met him via, uh, doing a zoom interview and everything but um with with me being over here and taking the pictures that i do and on my adventures has that helped any sales or kind of like gotten the people interested and be like you know what if someone across the ocean can do this maybe there's something there for this company yeah definitely i can tell you now um i've had two people from uh carolina um, I have no idea. I'm 
very sorry about this, but names. Oh, no I, and that was a, that was incredible because I think that was maybe uh, was it three or four weeks into you putting us out as one of your sponsors, and it just came about, and I was just like, "Hang on, this must be off the back of Jeff's man. This is amazing." So I think I'd sent you the spring cup tea, yeah, and it got traction immediately and then when i sent you the other lot it it clicked up again so that was really sweet and um, and it does work it's an amazing tool to have uh the people such as yourselves out in the states and just anyone in general just you know with a t-shirt on with one yeah. of our logos on and it works uh, you know there's no denying that things pick up and it has done uh so for that yeah very very grateful Jeff, thank you very much oh, for, no for everything you've done on your your pages, and I'm sorry I can't feature you enough oh, on your it's, photos it's, that you give me. But um, yeah, it's it is very very cool, man. Thank you. Oh no worries, man. I mean, between and I know we discussed this via chat one time. I told you what my schedule's like now with this job that I'm at, and it's like Stacked. yeah, I, I I try to do as much as I can on my downtime. I try to go on hikes and go to the gym when I should be resting from the job that I have. So, but I, I'm a go, 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 go kind of guy. Um, Are you still not allowed to talk about that thing that you sent me the other day regarding a uh, professional? Correct. I don't want to put their business out there. Um, no, that's cool, man. But that but, was very, very cool. What I saw. Yeah, <laughs> I so it's, that. He's, a, he's a really cool guy, really down to earth. Um, and because of, my character that I created going to the Canes games, um, he actually, he, he knew, he recognized me, but he just couldn't place me. And then when I told him I should have worn my kilt today and it just kind of like clicked in one and one, he's like, I knew I recognized you. I just couldn't place you. So, Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. so Scottish connection, what's that all about? All right. So I, I, I have a little bit of Scottish in my heritage. I have a little bit of Irish. I have a little bit of like Eastern European in my heritage, uh, mainly like Scots, Brit and uh, Irish are all in my thing. Um, I was stationed over in England for five years up in uh, right outside of uh, uh, Cambridge, uh, Millenhall okay. area, Millenhall, Lake and Heath. Um, so I got involved with a hockey system out there in Peterborough. Right. Uh, at the time, I didn't know that there's a semi-pro team there. My first two years or a year and a half that I was there, I, I wasn't highly involved as much as I should have been. Um, That's the Phantoms, right? Yeah, the Phantom. Yeah. And so I was dealing with uh, playing Air Force, U.S. Air Force hockey as well as I got involved with the RAF hockey. So th those okay. were the two systems I was playing with. Um, and me being an American goalie, when a British team is – sees an American goalie, they kind of like suck on or pull him aside and be like, Hey, what you doing? You, you want to play you've for us? Got, you've got golden fucking sunlight coming out of your ass, basically. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, for the first few months I, uh, did that. I've been to Sheffield for the tri services tournament. I've been there for the rec fest, um, the whole nine yards. And the first couple of months or first few weeks i got told about the uh, tri-services tournament 
Went up to Sheffield with the RAF team, found out that they served uh, beer at 10 o'clock in the morning. Not only that, but they served Guinness, and you can get it in a coffee cup. So pretty much you saw me sitting on the bench with a coffee cup in my hand, sipping coffee, or so you thought it was coffee. It's technically <laughs> alcoholic coffee, but the whole entire day. And then and, like, and who's going to ask you for a sip of your coffee? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So I'm sitting there drinking all day and some of the guys on the team realized, all right, maybe this American can kind of like hang with us Brits. Nice. So I kind of earned my way in that way. And then let's fast forward down the road. Um, I get deployed to Spain for six months. And in 2014, towards the latter half um, or halfway through, I get introduced to uh, Lee, who runs a uh, uh, hockey wraparound, Elimination Cafe, um, because he became the uh, – uh, he, he kind of helped out the Phantoms as an assistant coach type deal and also social uh, okay. media organize, organizer. And then he introduced me to Slava, and then I just basically fell right in. Um, I'm not sure if you remember the crazy guy that used to go to the Swindon games, used to wear the Trojan helmet and kind of dance yes. for the, that was me. No way. Yeah. I was the dancing Trojan. Oh my God. Yeah. That's I was insane. the one that was ripping. Every, yeah. I was the one that was ripping every single team, making fun of, uh, what's his name on Swindon that had the long hair. I, I, oh, Ruckus, I think is, yeah. yeah, he's gone now. I Jesus basically, Christ. and I hold this literally bumped past each other. Oh yeah. That is nuts, man. Yeah. I, I look a lot different now than when I used to go back then. Jesus. Oh, same here. I, I have long hair. I look like a hippie. So, or, or <laughs> uh, the family guy, Jesus, you know, just one of the two. Yes. Yeah. Um, that I, you know, I, I was going to say. <laughs> but yeah, I would be the guy in the tr dancing Trojan helmet. Uh, for oh, the my God, what small world. Yeah, exactly. Um, I remember one time. It was Ruckus and the uh, short little ginger bearded short guy on the team. Um, oh, what was? Oh my god! Oh, you know yeah. who I'm talking about? Yes, I recognize well, the that guy. <laughs> but I had my whiteboard, and one game right. I wrote down for Ruckus. Hey, Ruckus, the '80s are calling, and want you to hop in the time machine, time machine to bring your hairstyle back. Um, I also. How did you not get escorted out of the building, bro? <laughs> oh, it gets even better. So. For uh, what's his name, the little ginger guy, the one little short one, I drew like I drew him as a little elf, and I drew the little beard on him. I said, "Hey, Santa's calling, and the uh, garden gnomes are pissed off about something." <laughs> <laughs> and and oh he actually God. he actually looked over at me, and he just kind of like smiled and laughed, and he kind of like bumped <laughs> his uh line mate to look over, and I was like, kind of like dancing there. Oh Jesus! Oh my God! I so, thought it was insane. Yeah, and then after that, I lost the trojan gear and i became what happened to it did it go into a hall of fame somewhere in swindon <laughs> no it actually got lost in uh, uh in wales when manchester was playing in um remember when they had devils play... yeah or no manchester uh oh monarchs no the it... uh no? the ihl team uh Oh, the, the storm. Manchester yeah. Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. Jesus. Yeah. It's fucking hell, yeah. Yep. When okay. they were playing in, um, right there in Dundee, or not Dundee, but in Wales, like right inside of Wales. Yes. Uh, well, I left my bag there with my gear for the Dancing oh, Trojan. Oh, no. Yeah. 
but I kind of became like an assistant, uh, uh, team or equipment manager. I was then getting really highly involved with like the Peterborough rink and the staff. And I was one of the only Americans that was allowed in the locker room. Like just, yeah. So I became like that. Like if you, I guarantee you, if you go to the Peterborough ice rink, uh, Planet Ice and mention my name, they'll know exactly who you're talking about. Like all you got to do is be like, Hey, I know Jeff, the American. And like, even some of the Swindon fans, if you bring up the dancing Trojan back in the day, I I guarantee you. Yeah. I might just do that. I'm on one of their forums on Facebook and uh, (laughs) I might have to now. Oh yep. my god, that's a that's a great claim to fame, that is. It, it and, is. and local hero around here as well. Jesus. And then <laughs> over here, I kind of uh, recreated that, but I called myself the uh, kilted caniac. And I'd show up to okay. the camp games in in my kilt, and I got on the jumbotron numerous amount of times. I was on NBC uh, or NHL on NBC when the Canes first got back into the playoffs back in two thousand nineteen. Right. Um, I had Jeremy Ronick sitting right next to me, um, on TV. It was like the whole 10, nine, 10 yards. Wow. I have a story about Kings, but I'm not going to say it because it will offend a number of people. So you're on an open forum show. So feel free. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. It's the independence day one. (laughs) No, I mean, you know what they, they do some, and if, even if I drop the first name, everyone's just going to be like, fucking now you've got to tell them the story. So I'm going to leave it for a private message to you. Okay. And you're going to be like, fucking hell, what a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> if, it, if it's a former Canes player that is now with Montreal, then maybe I understand. <laughs> All I can say is it's a former stand-in player that got a lot of recognition for doing that one game that he did that's all i can say gotcha gotcha (laughs) and uh the rest is history shall we say but they are nice people generally nice people it's just when you send them stuff and they don't wear it then i get annoyed (laughs) oh yeah i i I don't blame you i honestly don't Uh, blame you it is one of those things. It's like you're 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 young, you're starting out, and you've got this company that you want to see fucking go through the roof. Yep. But like I've come to realize over the year that I've had, it is all a matter of time, patience, yeah. and just ride it out and yep. just let it happen. That that's like this show too, because like I feel I'm more famous in England than I am in the US. Because of like my hockey tea time chats versus like actually doing what the puck because it's so hard. Like when it first started out, it was like three of us, then it became two of us. And then like by the new year, it was just me that got handed over everything because the creator um, was starting off on a new job and just didn't have that much uh, advantage doing this, that and everything else. So he took i love what you're doing man i genuinely love what you're doing i um i walk if if you can believe this i walk to my um my my kids childminders who is uh 20 minutes away half an hour and it's half an hour there half an hour back so it's an hour and you literally i stick one earphone in because i got to talk to the little guy while he's getting all excited about going to nursery 
And on the way back, I stick both of my earphones in and it's, it is amazing um, the knowledge you have first off. So I'm not going to blow too much smoke up your fucking ass, but <laughs> I'm an American. I already got a big head, so it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's awesome. I love listening to it. It's uh, one of the very few that I do listen to um, constantly. So it's, um, and I love the intro. Um, awesome. Uh, uh, just like clipping sound clip. Cause I used to do a podcast. I used to run a podcast years and years ago uh, with a friend of mine. It was nothing to do with hockey. It was just literally shooting the breeze about fucking anything. Yeah. And uh, I love doing it. I loved editing it and all that kind of jazz, but you know, it, it takes its toll. And especially when you sort of, you're dredging through 300 people have just listened to it. Oh no, I've just clocked up to, you know, a thousand people. And yeah. that's cool. But then it suddenly slowly just peters out, doesn't it? And then you just yeah. think, am I doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? You know, I look at it this way. Like, I don't know how many people download it, but it shows how many listens. Mm. And so I know listens are different versus downloads. Um, okay. So as long as one person's listening to it, I know that someone's listening to it. Yes. So, Word of mouth is always great. Um, I try to do as much as I can on social media, just like you do with your uh, t-shirts. But now it's for the, for me, it's a hobby. And I guarantee yeah. you when it first started out for you, it was a hobby, correct? And now it's kind of like yeah. turning into one of those bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, so I'm hoping yes, getting there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm hoping that whole, that moves over with me with this show too. If not this show, then maybe someone will pick me up onto their show and just kind of like go from there. Um, and my thing is, is like, I always try to be knowledgeable about stuff, but at the same time, I want to bring that fan base into it. Mm. Like that fandomonium, because I, you can sit there and do analytics stuff all day. Kind of like with you being an artist, you can sit there and draw hockey players all day or anything basic. But if you don't throw that, like your own individual uh feeling into it then it just becomes everything else that everybody's doing yes so i try to it does yeah it does become stationary um and you just you do need to mix it up so much in order to just keep up with the moving times massively like how many times you know are you going to see the same thing returned exactly until you get bored of it you know yeah um yeah, so for that, yeah, you definitely got to keep plugging and keep going. And, you know, I'll plug you as much as you plug me and that kind of thing. So that's always fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, especially when, like, after a show's dropped and I see North Carolina just checked in on, on my website. And I'm just like, oh, okay, that's another few people checking us out. That's pretty cool right there, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, excuse me. And so where I'm going to be moving to, it's going to be a northern place. Um, if anybody's listening, they might have an idea, um, but it's going to be a hockey town, college hockey, high school hockey. There isn't any pro teams, but I'll live within so many hours from a couple teams. Um, so maybe I'll bring in the high school aspect of it and bring in the college aspect of it. Um and you're going to get a lot more views of different areas on hikes. Um, so you're going to have the winter aspect of it. You're also going to have like the springtime and the summertime aspect of uh, different uh, pictures. Um, enough about nature. Um, 
when it comes to hockey over there, is do you have a specific elite team, or is it just kind of like you're a fan of the sport over there? to kind of like enough to kind of like get a gathering of everything that's going on or is there just one team that you support versus that is a good question that really is it's um i oh, elite teams so getting into english uh to british hockey for one um i remember five years ago and uh, i took my uh my now wife out to our first because she she knew I loved the sport and she was like oh I gotta go and see it live sometime okay I'll take you to a live game went to Swindon Boxing Day and that became our tradition so every Boxing Day I take her to a game yeah and down on the glass and then all of a sudden kids come along they're now getting into it so that's how it started for me I'm big on the Swindon anyway and uh when it came to elite league, oh, how can I put this without sounding really shit? Um, yeah. I loved watching uh, NHL, obviously, but when you come to seeing it on, we've got this channel called Free Sports in the UK, and yep. they'll show some elite league um, games on there. And I look at it and I'm like, oh my God, this is so slow. And I'd say that about the Swindon as well. I'd say that with the, the fucking um, NIHL games as well. And I'd be like, oh, I'm so used to watching NHL that fucking anything in, in England or Great Britain is just fucking really slow. And it's just like, they don't, they, they don't use the boards enough. And I, suddenly I became like this fucking armchair coach yeah. that I hated. And, um, and then I learned to love it. I literally started watching online clips of of uh, the Glasgow clan, mm-hmm. um, which to me, I, you know what? For for all that it is, the clan are an amazing team. They had they had a they've got a huge huge fan base. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying I'm a fan of the clan. I like their game style, I like the way they play. Much the same as the Devils, I do root for the Cardiff Devils. I'm in fact I'm an all rounder, so. Um, you know, there's not one team in particular that I'll follow in this country, which is good because it keeps me very neutral when it comes to designing some stuff for their teams and all that sort of thing. I'll, I'll get onto that shenanigans in a minute. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so anyway, it's and now the clan are facing the axe of uh, they're trying to find a buyer for their their, their stadium, and I'm not sure. I dip into it every now and then. It comes up on my Twitter feed that they're trying to get all this backing and everything. And to me, it's just like, fucking hell, what they got to do to get to survive, you know, in this country? So COVID was a huge test for everybody um, on the whole. And then when the team started coming back to play in, um, yeah, it opened up a whole load of fucking can of worms because even to this day, the ice arena where the devils play, the Cardiff devils play is still not opened because of COVID and they'll open up a new park where kids can go play, but they won't up, open up an indoor arena. They'll have 20,000 people at centre court for tests, but they won't up, open up an indoor arena. Yeah, I, I just don't understand how the mentality of each region in the UK 
is is governed but anyway that's that's neither that don't is. feel bad it's the same way over in the u.s again folks we are not a political <laughs> uh political show it's a hockey-based show but sometimes yes. because of what what's happened over the past year does come into play um yeah and it sure does and i know a lot of credit goes out especially i'm sure you listen to the one show with alex on front that is one of the rink managers at Planet Ice in Peterborough. A lot of credit goes out to all of you that kept up the uh, ice rinks throughout the UK. Yes. Um, a lot of credit. Um, yeah, massive amount. I got a guy uh, called Steve, um, and he's just unbelievable how he, you know, made sure that everybody was involved in in the new uh, cups that they were doing and the the challenges and and like moving certain teams to certain areas and they just, yeah, they need a huge amount of respect because, um, look, you know, like you said, it's, uh, it's in this country, it's a crazy thing. It's such a small individual sport yep. that just needs more recognition. And there's, there's a ton of people that I think this week are on Twitter, just blowing up and going crazy that the BBC have not jumped on, the fact that Liam Kirk is is now been drafted out in Michelle, and not only that, but they have that. Uh, I think she went to university over here in the U.S., but she got drafted into the uh, NWHL. So she's the first British player in the National Women's Hockey League. Uh, I oh God, I forgot her name. It's I want to say it starts with a T, or last name starts with a T. Oh uh, uh, no way, that good. Yeah, I know who you're on about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, uh, Jesus, see, they don't even mention stuff like that, and it's like yeah. you've got to dig deep to fucking to understand. But yep. oh man, Jesus, do you know what? This is where you know, in certain aspects, it, we hope it grows. Let me see. Let me. Um, I know I made a post about it on Twitter because I I try to follow the British game as much as I can. Hell, I try to I try to follow the American game as much as I can over the last couple <laughs> months with the job, but um. Like I tell people, I'd get home and I'd pass out within like, I'd make dinner or as some people would say, tea time, because tea, tea time, time could be yeah. any any meal. Tea time chat. That's what it's all exactly. About. <laughs> exactly. And so it was hard because I'd like fall asleep either before the game or like halfway through the game. And then I'd have to watch recaps the next day. And it, yeah. it's really hard as a podcaster for all of us people all of us that do podcasts to sit there and try to like recap on a game and then kind of like do a podcast on it um yes so if anybody's listening out there um if you're looking to be a second voice on a show um i i am looking so uh just keep i'll plug that for you my man i'll put it out on my stories and and put it on twitter and stuff i don't have many followers on twitter but definitely um, but no, I forgot who it was, but I wow. remember it coming up on my feed and I was just like, oh my God, wow. There's, you know, first time a girl's been drafted and this is amazing. So she's from, she was originally in, in the UK, was she? Or Yeah, she was uh, UK born. Um, wow. And she went to university over here. Oh, here we go. It was uh, Casey Tr- uh, Trail. Okay. Um, she was uh, Castleton University. Um, Great Britain hockey number four. Um, 
But yeah, she was drafted by the NWHL, which is an amazing accomplishment. Yeah. Um, not only for British hockey, but for female hockey. Um, I did do a uh, interview with a couple of the uh, British uh, uh, British national team or women's national team players, and I mean, this opens the doors to so much for yes, not only women ho- women's hockey, but also across the pond hockey. Yeah, just hockey in general, getting the feelers out for for what is a an insane sport. Like you could literally, you could walk into a pub, talk to maybe a handful of people in there that know nothing about hockey. Yep. And the first thing, what is the first thing someone's going to turn around and say is, "Isn't that a lot of fighting in hockey?" And you're just like, "Yeah, that's that's what hockey's all about," you know. That's, yeah, exactly. That's the um, love of it that's how it starts and yep. then you you're telling them i think i remember doing this a couple of years back when i used to go down the pub quite a bit and i used to turn around to these guys and just educate them on hockey and out of the, the six or seven people that were listening it'd be like two or three would be like oh my god i actually watched a game the other night it's actually yep. a really good sport and it's like yeah you know more people need to look at it and see it for what it is really you know it's got to be done Exactly. And I mean, even when I was over there, it was still growing. And um, I've met so many cool people throughout the hockey uh, uh, teams. And like when it comes to footy teams, you're going to hate the opposing team's fans. It, it's There's like no love. It's love to hate and hate to love. But when it comes to hockey fans, you're there for the love of the sport then you're there for the love of the game or love of the team. But that yes. love of the sport comes out so great. And even during uh, like Coventry, I'm not sure if you've been to the playoff weekend or the no, championship no. weekend. I, dude, right now I'm telling you this next season, you have to yeah. go. You need to be like honey, sweetheart, baby cakes, sweet cheeks. I don't care what you call her, but you're going to have to be like, listen, I'm going on a holiday this weekend and it's going to be in Coventry <laughs> and you're going to go on a piss up every single night. And then oh, you're going to man. go to spoons in the morning. Oh, spoons. How do you know the, about spoons? <laughs> I've lived in England for five years. I mean, I, I know I just, I kind of get my head around. I can't get my head around it. You know, like spoons. I, I, <laughs> I know the backstory about how he kind of like uh, put up his the metaphorical middle finger to his uh, principal because the principal said he wouldn't do anything in his life and he names the spoon. Now you know I'm a true Brit. Oh my God! How that? that is... <laughs> you know now you know I'm that. a true Brit. I don't think I, I think I've heard that story once. That's that's it. And I now you're hearing just... it from an American. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> So, it's like, you know, there's always that one person, right? I was, I remember going, I was traveling one time yeah. um, across the States and it was uh, in, I can't remember the year, 2008 it must have been. And I was going from LA to New York because obviously that was my, my base stop was New York as a family. And I went all the way through, I went on the Californian Zephyr, the train, the Amtrak yeah. train. Yep. And, uh, and I remember it was double coach type scenario and I paid for a fucking bed and all that sort of thing and uh and it was just you get to hear like 
I was sat next to this guy that looked like a prospect, like a pro, um, like gold mining prospect. Yeah, 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 he had yeah. like the dungarees on. He had a fucking white beard, snowy white beard, and he was there with his grandchildren. And I'm not kidding. He knew the town I lived in because he had a friend who lived there. Yep. And I'm like, where the fuck? And he could tell me the streets that were there. The and I'm just like, how does this happen? Is this some sort of fucking like Twilight fucking zone shit? But yeah, no, it's amazing. Well, it's amazing. You're always going to meet somebody. It's funny too, because like when I worked at Planet Fitness and now the job that I work at now, I work with a Brit. And wow. Yeah, so when I was at a Planet Fitness, a couple of people would come in and I'd, I, I'd hear the accent. And I'd be like, well, what part of the UK do you live in? And they're like, oh, London. I'm like, all right, are you above the uh, M24 or are you below the M24? And they look at me and they're like, and I'm like, all right, do you live in Sussex, Essex? Do you, work, do you live in this town? Do you live in this town? They just look at me like, how do you know about that? Yeah, I, when you turn around to an American and say, oh, yeah, I come from London. Do you know the Queen? You hear all the same stuff. Do you know the Queen? Do you know? Yes, I've yeah. met the Queen many a time. She comes around for dinner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? But for you to know all these places, just like that's yeah. mind blowing. That's very cool, right there. I like that. Yeah, and uh, so like I, I started talking. All right, going to the work the first day, and I'm like, and he, and I hear the accent and everything, and someone already, had already told me he was from uh, England. I'm like, well, what part of uh, England are you from? He's like, London. I'm like, all right, so uh, are you above the M24 or are you below the M24 or within the circle of the M24? And he just looks at me and he goes, well, I'm above it. I'm like, all right, so you're probably roughly around Essex or in that area and he just kind of like looks at me and I'm, I'm like i lived in england for five years yeah <laughs> so one day him and i uh when i was moving my stuff into storage we sat there and he helped me move it was me and him and we just had a great conversation left and right and nice. like the words that i was using and some of the phrases i was using he's like you're an honor you're an honorary brit mate yeah um, on one of the movies the other day, he was, someone goes, yeah, you got to bring it up the stairs. And he goes, I don't understand this English paraphrase. So I'm like, mate, you got to go up the apples and apples and pears <laughs> instead of down the apples and pears. He looks at me, he goes, oh, okay. I get it now. Oh, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man. I bet you are fully versed in the old Cockney rhyme. I lived in London. Oh. I lived in London for, for three years, man. That was, um, a trip. I lived in Shepherd's Bush. Yeah. Uh, just off of a little place called Goldhawk Road. In fact, I was just around the corner from the infamous uh, Shepherd's Bush Empire, uh, yep. where all these fucking amazing bands have played and whatnot. And um, the Cockney rhyming sign that I learned was ridiculous. Oh, Jesus. Fucking Lady Godiva. First time I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Heard of a lady. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just oh, amazing, man. And then, uh, okay, so you must have. Um, you must have gotten into your soaps while you're over here, surely. Because uh, so I didn't really get into the soaps, but my nickname, one of my nicknames, was Bunsen Boner. But some of the hockey players got wind of it on on the Peterborough Phantoms, so they started calling me Boner, and, <laughs> and why they would laugh so much. So someone was like, "Hey, watch um, 
Oh, what's it called? Oh, where are the guys? Been gone now. Um. Wow. <laughs> you it, forgot. It, yeah, it's the one TV show where the kid was nicknamed Boner because he was in the. Uh, oh. In betweeners. Oh. In betweeners. Oh Jesus! Yes. Yes. Fucking hell! It's a show I watch every fucking Friday. <laughs> so. I started watching in betweeners, and I kind of understood now. And I'm like, I'd laugh at them as they would laugh at me. But, yes. but that nickname stuck. Um, I'm not oh, sure if you heard wow. of the name Will Weldon, uh, Tom Norton. Uh, yes. Yeah, those guys. So the. Ah, them, no way. Yeah, I know I, Tommy. Tom, Tom Norton, believe it or not, was one of the first people to like properly get my name out there as as hockey art. He was. He was brilliant, man. He was really good. He's a good Very buddy of mine. Um, I know the Ferrara yeah, right. brothers. I'm good friends with uh, all three Ferrara brothers. Uh, Jesus. We're going to uh, have to drop uh, Tom's name in on this podcast. So oh, exactly. <laughs> That's um, going to be fun right there. Um, Lewis Hook. No, I, I'm I'm friends with Lewis Hook, Adam Long, um, Nathan Long. Uh, God. Kieran. Uh, Kieran. Yeah, he plays. He, where is he playing now? He was playing for Manchester over the Elite League series. Um, he plays for Belfast. Uh, he, he was amazing during the GB fucking um, IAHFF. He was fucking on fire. Yeah. Very um, cool guy. But yeah, there's a few names out there that are um, Eddie Bebris. I'm good friends yes. with Eddie. Yeah. Yenis um, uh, uh, Ozens. Uh, okay yeah like it's like i'll throw names out there and like i tell people <laughs> even over in the u.s i'm like i know these people from all these countries they all are all hockey players i know yenis ozen's playing over in japan right now wow um, eddie eddie's with uh mk i think right now yeah um, yeah uh just a bunch of different players out there that i know throughout the league yeah of course yep so that's I know amazing, it's, man. Very cool. So I know it's getting late for you. Yeah, that's all right, man. No worries. And uh, are you going to watch the game tonight? The possible sweep? I, yeah, I'm, oh, Jesus, man. Um, I really want to. In fact, what I might do is I might set alarm for the last 30 minutes, which is always good because... I remember my, my youngest, uh, he he woke up on, oh, which game is it? It's game, yeah, the, the, the previous game just gone. And he woke up just at the right time when the guy, I can't remember his name, but the guy from Montreal looked up at the camera, fucking bleeding from his face. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I was just, I was putting him to sleep and I was watching it and I'm like, oh, I've got six minutes left on the fucking clock. I'm going to stick around for this one. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. And it's four o'clock in the morning. I can hear the fucking birds chirping outside. And I'm just like, oh, Jesus. Oh, it's got to be done. Fuck it. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I think I might have to set the alarm for that one. That sounds good with me. Definitely. It's... Okay. Don't mind me. I'm just plugging in the laptop. So that's why I'm out of the picture right now. No, that's all right, man. It's a nice view. What you got? Right. Redwoods in the back there? Um, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, what kind of, uh, um, what kind of, oh, switch on. Oh, okay. There we go. What kind of, uh, woods do you have back there, Mr. Jenkins? 
so uh, pines, uh, hardwoods, um, a little bit of everything. Oh, it's an amazing view, man. It really is. So do you want me to sit out of the picture so you can look at the woods more or is my face <laughs> not pretty enough for the camera? Well, I mean, being that it's Independence Day, I've got to put up with a, a yank in front of me. So why not? <laughs> uh, completely understand. After all, we did drop the tea in. <laughs> yeah, we, we did. I mean, I, I attempted to bring the Boston Harbor, but it was only a couple waters. So. <laughs> oh, man, Jesus. Oh, I, mate. I was half tempted to sit in the hot tub and do it, and but I wasn't sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, that would have been a sweet, sweet thing right there. I would have been all over that. But, uh, yeah. I'd have definitely had to have taken a screenshot of that one without a doubt. In fact, I'm going to just for. The... All right. Let me get a better view, kind of where it's not so bright. Is that better? Yeah, that's a nice one. Yeah, that's good. That's real sweet. I got to show you actually. So I had to rush very, very quickly on, I started it on Friday and I finished it just this afternoon is the, I don't know if you can see this right now, but it's the Tampa one that I'm working on. Oh yeah. And, yeah. uh, fucking hell. It just, I mean, you can, I'll send it to you as a, uh, a thingy in a minute and you can have a look on there, but fucking hell. I was like around the clock. I, I thought to myself, you guarantee that Montreal are going to fucking upset things tonight and they are going to strike out a win just so that they set Tampa back. And so, that's fine, but you want it to kind of start a little bit more, don't well, you? Well, know? here's, here's the catch about that. And I found this out today is that Montreal, I, I don't, I, I don't want to get the whole political thing into it, but some somewhere along the lines of like Tampa's fans are not allowed in Montreal. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, their this. fans are family. I think it's one of the two. And, something like eleven grand for a fucking ticket or something like that. Isn't it? Oh, it it's it's maddening. It's definitely maddening. Um, but I mean, if I was Tampa, I'd be like, you know what? Let's start Macalini. See how see how it goes. And if we win, we win. If we don't, we don't. It's just one of those things where. Um, What's the worst that's going to happen if they start McElhaney? Yeah. I mean, Jesus. You want to see a bit of spice in this game. Um, nope. I, I, for one, I'm not a fan of Montreal, I'm not a fan of Tampa, but I'd want to see, like, it happened to the Devils when we played our first season, our first playoff game since not getting into the playoffs in 2012. Yeah. And we played fucking, who was it? I'm sure it was, it was fucking Tampa that we played. And it was four, three, three games or four games in, and it's like we haven't fucking scored a single goal. Yeah. All of a sudden, we come back one game just to deny them, and then it goes on to game six or seven or something like that. I can see Montreal doing the same thing, you know, for yeah. sure. Like, without a doubt. It's weird too because I, I'm sure you could hear like in one of my shows, like I, I was still shocked about how Montreal made it to where they are. And I mean, I'm still shocked now. It's it's kind of like one of those. It's fucking nuts, mate. I'm telling you now, it's ridiculous how they even got to where they are. Like technically, yeah. on paper, Toronto should be where they are, yeah. given their pedigree, given the amount of elite they got. And I just think to myself, you've got fucking very young people on 
it's a mixture really but you've got very young people in montreal and for oh, yeah. them to be where they are that's fucking that's insane it really is insane and i mean again i'm not a montreal fan but colin caulfield he hasn't had a hell of a year i mean he started oh, yes. off in the uh, juniors winning gold medal with usa then i think he won the championship with his university yes i'm correct and now he's with Montreal in the Stanley Cup final. Regardless of how this final ends up, this kid has done more in in a half a year than most NHL players have ever done in their NHL career. It's incredible. Uh, I, I, I remember seeing the guy coming up through um, the Elite League prospects, and he was one to watch in the same draft year. That Was he in the same – I'm sure he was in – was he in the same draft year as uh, sure or was it um, – Hughes, I'm, uh, I'm actually no. He was just drafted this year, Colin Caulfield. Or are you talking about Liam no, Kirk? Yeah, no, no, that's it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Liam yeah. Kirk. Jeez. Oh, um, Liam Kirk was drafted in. I remember watching it. Um, it was 2000. I want to say 18. He was drafted yes. in 2018. Um, and that's the only reason. Right. Yeah. But for him to come through like that, fucking hell, he, he, he literally is unbelievable. He's going yeah. to be one of those players that should have been number one, but just, yeah, for whatever reason, it, you know, he, he didn't get there, but he's going to be the one that's going to be like, oh man, well, I wish we had him on our team. Oh, yep. You know what I mean? Fucking yep. unbelievable. And if Arizona screws the pooch on this one and doesn't sign him after his ELC, then they're going to, you know what, send them to Montreal. Let them do the same thing that uh, Montreal did to Vegas and Vegas and pick up Suzuki and wind up in the Stanley Cup finals. You know? Nick Suzuki's a great player, too. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. And, and the Canes have his uh, brother, Ryan Suzuki. Really? Yeah. And then there, oh, I think Jesus. there's another Suzuki in the system. But I think the next uh, – trio of brothers that is going to actually stand out in the NHL are the Hughes brothers because you have the Hughes yes. brother in Vancouver, you have the Hughes brother in New Jersey, and then you have the Hughes brother that is coming up in the next draft. Luke Hughes, that's right. I think Luke Hughes is going to um, uh, on on a lot of the feeds at the moment, he's pointing, there's a lot of fans from New Jersey who obviously want him to sign with or get drafted to New Jersey but there's it's like that split at the moment. He's like he's a five eleven, and there's a guy above him who's a fucking six four, yeah. uh, six foot two. Um, you know, powerhouse is what we need for our D. Uh, yep. We need to we need to fucking basically sort our D out, which is you know one of those things. And apparently, Luke Hughes isn't it for some fans. Yeah. On the other hand, he's the perfect fit because he's going to work so well with his brother. Yep. And it's it swings and roundabouts, do you know what I mean? Who's gonna who was who's gonna know? But come draft day, I'm gonna be happy either way, because what do we get? Yep. Fourth? Um something like that. And yeah, it's just, it'll be good. It'll uh, be interesting. I I'm waiting for the Seattle draft. I I, I know the expansion <laughs> it's like the expansion draft, then it's the NHL draft. So I'm yeah. kind of excited to see what Ronnie Francis does since they just picked up a coach last week and the draft is coming up for them real soon. Yes. So. Do you, I think we're going to give up uh, um, 
Subban. Um, you know, <laughs> but is it, it a loss? Is it really a loss? <laughs> really? No, he's he's doing great. Like, is he on ESPN now? He's he's doing some fucking promo stuff on ESPN. He's like, ever since he um him and Lindsay have split up, he's he is literally living life, man. Oh yeah, that <laughs> didn't last too deep. long. No, no, never does, never does. But no, he's going to be. Um, I think he he'll get he'll go. Um, and there's talk of uh, a few others in the pipeline. Right now, I can't think who, but yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting 21 22 season, isn't it? Uh, yep. What do you think the Canes are going to do? I think they need to build grit because yeah. if they had grit, they would have beat Tampa. Because if you look at all the East Coast teams that were in it Boston, New York, Tampa, all three of those teams were gritty teams. And without yes. true grit, you don't have anything at all. So very true. And I think the old style of the old reign of hockey is slowly making its way back with the grittiness, the goon yeah. style. But it's going to be a combination now of both the goon and the uh, peak era of like the uh, highly skilled players. And they need that's to- very interesting. I, I think it's coming back. Give it five yeah, years. I, I think what kids are being taught now are you can see it in them. Um, I can only I can only say for the devil side of things, Nathan Bastian um, has got that kind of he's got what we need yeah. to spark a game, and that's what every team needs. And if there's a guy like that on your team, you can slowly start to get hockey back to where it was because yeah. if you've got that as a basis you can then build on that and that's what you need in every yeah. single game it never dies and no matter how many times a commissioner is going to turn around and say we're gonna we're gonna eradicate fighting in hockey you can you can yeah. never it, ever it's part that. of the game exactly it, it's kind of like so, uh, over here with nascar hey we're gonna take car crashes away from nascar it's never gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's one of those things that's going to happen. And yes. you got to bring that to every single game. Like, uh, I'll, I'll give you a prime example for the Canes. Uh, um, Sveshnikov. Yes. He's a very skilled player, but he won't hesitate to put be both a gritty player and also the skilled player. Um, kind of like, that's why I like Martinuk. Martinuk was, he wasn't the most skilled player but he was good, willing to stand up for his team and fight for it um i like jordan stall as a player um but this player that i did help move i liked him because of the position that i play and yes. me and him could kind of like lock lock on the same thing and we had a nice little conversation and once everything's all said and done and all that other stuff all of kind of like going I'll kind of like, what I'll do is I'll, once I stop recording, I'll tell you exactly what we talked about. Um, and on that note, I'm going to ask you a couple more questions. Um, yes. And then we'll just go ahead. Fire away, sir. Fire away. So before we uh, end the show, I got one question that kind of stumps a lot of people. Um, but before I get to that one, is it going to be a sweep tonight? Do we break out the brooms and run down the street and, 
tear Montreal apart as fans because we lost and then tear Tampa apart because we won? Or are we going to see another game? I'm going to go with my gut and I'm going to say Montreal, just, just get a win. Just. Just get a win. It'll go fucking triple, triple fucking overtime, but the the puck will go so slowly over the fucking line (laughs) that Vasilevsky is going to have to fucking literally (laughs) smash his stick so fucking hard and go, why the fuck didn't I fucking save that? And and everyone, Montreal's just going to erupt. There's going to be riots. And then afterwards, they go back, they they play their fucking game number, what is it going to be, number five, five. six? So, five, what yeah. so what you're saying is, is you're going to be able to wake up in the morning, have your uh, morning tea, and watch the game-winning goal. Is that what you're saying? I'm going to watch the highlights, so I'm going to see the game-winning goal, I'm going to be like, yes, fucking hell. <laughs> I mean, because if, oh, go if it goes into triple overtime, you'll definitely be waking up early in time to kind of like maybe see the winning oh. goal. I'll fucking love that because because my um my Twitter feed will be like oh is any is any British guys up and about and watching the game at the moment because it's still in fucking four five OT. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be like yeah okay I'll fucking watch it. Jeez, could be insane. I'm gonna go with it's gonna be a sweep, regardless of not allowing fans in there because you know what Tampa did it last year without any kind of family in the locker room. So I don't think that's gonna stop them. I like that. I do like out of that. All, out of all honesty, regardless of fans, because they can go back home and throw the Stanley Cup in the ocean, kind of like they threw the uh, NFL championship into the ocean. So, In some weird way, I, I am rooting for Tampa purely because I want to see the big rig get his three-peat, um, yep. without a doubt. Uh, uh, I think for that reason alone, I just want to see him fucking piss himself again on the fucking boat, you know? I, I just want to see it so I can, like, create a meme of, like, Montreal just sat on the bench and I'll put, like, 1993 on them. And then I'll just put a picture of Big Rig and put, like, 2019, 2020, 2021. And just... And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear my fucking St. Louis Blues top and just be like, yeah. <laughs> and then my last question is... Yeah. Like... For the hockey players, I'd use this as kind of like their Stanley Cup. But what would be the crowning moment for a hockey art company? Um, yeah, that's a really good question, man. I think is right now the crowning glory is for just a fucking NHLer to put on a hockey art T-shirt and just be like, yeah, I'll fucking wear it. And all of a sudden, you're seeing an M- NBC fucking of the guys walking into the fucking locker room and one of them with a T-shirt on. I'm just like, fuck's sake, how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> and you know how much things blow up when suddenly somebody sees yep. a fucking T-shirt and it's like, capture the screen capture straight on Twitter. Where do I get this fucking T-shirt from? And boom, it's just gone fucking catastrophic. Yep. A, I'd need a fucking warehouse for shit like that to fucking happen. B, I'd need to employ a lot of fucking people because, you know, I, I what did I see it this week? Some amazing, talented artist has drawn a Vasilevsky picture and it's just fucking blown up. Yeah. And it went all over fucking went viral within seconds. And you just think to yourself, Jesus, imagine if my fucking t-shirt was that. So yeah, no, that's very, very good 
question, man, but I'd need a lot of um, backup yeah. <laughs> if that ever fucking happened. So I think slow and steady right now, Jeff. Slow and steady. <laughs> the only time I actually had something really blow up and it wasn't even some of that or something that I took a picture of, but I, it was my very first Canes game. I wore my uh, hockey jersey. It was a Peterborough Phantoms jersey, but I had boner on the back of it. And I was walking past the female's <laughs> locker room in PNC Arena, and someone snapped a picture of it. And it just blew oh up. They posted. I, I, I forgot what. Uh, I'm not sure Spit and Chitlitz put it on there, but I was literally. Really? Oh, yeah. It was. And my face wasn't on it, but my jersey was. Yeah. Oh, my God. See, that's the kind of shit that fucking everybody needs is that one little break. But yep. I mean, if you were to rephrase that question, what would I want to see happen like in the next couple of years is I would say small time would be to have, I've talked about this with my wife a lot and that's to start up a little pop-up um, and gazebo and almost like tailgate it, but go to a Swindon game and just set up the, get our little fucking van, go outside the, the car park arena yeah. and just set up a fucking shop and just sell loads of fucking stuff and then people get wind of it and go oh my god you know we're traveling to this fucking uh arena next and we're going to fucking say peterborough or we're going to milton Keynes and stuff like that and, and snowball it you know but yep. i can dream i'll wait hey you know what <laughs> it, all it takes is a dream to get things started um and tailgating 100%. um tailgating is a, a part of the sports world um i'm not you might be the first person to do it, but you know what? It only takes one person to get something started. And once you start it and people see how much it brings out, um, it gives you a reason to show up to a game like two, three hours early. It yes. really does. Um, so I want to wish you the best of luck with that. And on that note, I want to say thank you for joining us today, Mike. Um, it was really a great pleasure. It was a long show. Um, I hope people, and I'd love it. They're going to get bored of us. <laughs> but, you know, everything we talked about was a little bit interesting and just kind of like, I, I'm hoping it drives people in. Um, yes. In which I do think it, 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 it will, especially if they like a little bit of a controlled chaos when it comes to a show. Oh, um, exactly, man. That's what it's all about. You know, you can't have, um, oh, I got to read from this script or I got to yeah. read, you know, it, just, just it, riff it. And that's what I've stopped doing with a lot of my shows. As you've noticed, I have been telling people I'm not going from a script. I'm just going based off of my fan base. Um, and that like with future shows during the summertime, yeah, I'll, I'll kind of have like my notes and everything because with not a lot of hockey going on, but like you have to have that analytics. You have to know yeah. who's getting ready for the draft, who's going to be doing this, who's going to be doing that. Um, so I'll have a little bit of a script going. But just mentioning this script, when you tailgate, you don't need a script. And the best part no. is people are going to feed off of you uh, if you act normal or yourself because people are going to be drawn in by that uh, spontaneity or charisma. That's the word I was looking for, charisma. So <laughs> I'm going to be um, I'm gonna be doing my very first one and I'm going to take a bucket with me and I'm going to fucking – they're going to say, why have you got a bucket over there? And I'll turn around and go, uh, because they won't let me into the arena to take a shit. 
Oh. And, and all, they, all they'll do is see me behind a fucking thing, just dropping trout and just fucking taking a <laughs> shit. I'll just be like, hey, just buy my stuff. I have washed hey. my hands. <laughs> hey, if you can drop trousers at a footy game, you can drop trousers at a hockey game. I mean. Oh, man, yes. Get your fucking dicks out, innit? Exactly. <laughs> so, oh, man, thank you so much for having me on. Um, oh, no it's worries. Been, it's been uh, fun as hell because this is the one podcast that I love listening to that i'm actually I, on now so i cool. greatly appreciate it um so like i was saying we'll talk off on the side um i'll go ahead and yes. close out real quick and on that note folks again many many thanks to uh, my buddy across the ocean across the pond especially on independence day when we should say thank you for england for realizing that you know what tea is so much better in the boston harbor yes of course so, every time um <laughs> We, we couldn't oh, find a way here in America. To... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stand up to oh, attention. In. <laughs> I'm more of a Canadian national anthem kind of guy, but, you know. Do you know what? I... One thing I love about the Canadian national anthem is when the fucking girl on Goon sings it and she's just fucking belting out an absolute belter. <laughs> and she's just fucking, she looks drunk as fuck. But that's the thing. That's the first time I heard that anthem. And I was like, yeah, that's a good anthem. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, Again, many thanks. Uh, but yeah, also, I want to give a loud shout out to uh, all of our sponsors, Mike and Paul at uh, 4Check Clothing. You can find them on Instagram at 4Check underscore clothing. Really great people, really great products. Um, it gives you that hockey swagger off the ice. Um, and you can also find them at www.4check.co.uk. Um, my, the next one, my boy, uh, Eric out in California, well, actually California slash Vegas, um, at eFlow nutrition. You can find him on all sources of social media. Just type in the search engine eFlow nutrition. It'll pop up. Um, also you can find him at eflownutrition.com. Make sure you use our promo code at WTP explanation point two zero two one. It'll give you a nice little discount. Um, and keep on using that in the future too, because it'll, continue to work for you um and then last i again mike great product i love it um again you can see i call her my purple uh purple mistress um i that know she made love to her yet man oh uh, it's real <laughs> i mean let me get over to england first <laughs> and i'm sure i'll meet the real one um yeah well she's she's canadian she's canadian you know really yeah i've um i've Got a number? No, I don't have a number. Is she from? Is she from Ontario or Quebec? Because if so, I might be living a little closer there soon. But she, goes, she says a a lot. That's all I know. Uh, it doesn't ever Canadian, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, mugging, mugging Canadians off on Independence Day. What a fucking show this is! <laughs> <laughs> I grew up along the U.S. Canadian border. I, I got the rights to do whatever. I sent, I threw a bottle across the river and I caused international relations, but that's how I flirted with Canadian women. Oh, but uh, again, Mike at Hockey Art Clothing Company. Um, if you're looking for that tattoo style, um, again, I don't want to rip off any name, but Sailor Jerry, pirate look. He is the guy to go to. Um, he's coming up with great products every single day. Um, it may take him a few days. He's probably just as old as I am, if not a little bit younger. So you got to give him a little bit of time to catch up with ten, uh, technology. But yes, um, 
Make sure you check him out. I'll let him do his plugs. So go ahead, let people know where they can find you, Mike. Um, okay, so uh, I'm on Twitter, um, and the handle for that is I'm just going to bring it up is at hockeyartco. Co. Um, I'm on Facebook, and the link to that is Hockey Art Clothing, Hockey Space Art Space Clothing. Uh, give us a follow and a like on there, and more importantly, the Instagram, which is straight up Hockey Art Co. Uh, hockey Art Clothing, all one word. Um, and go give me a like follow because I like people, but you know, not necessarily all the time. <laughs> so. I'm going to I'm gonna attempt to do my first TikTok. I don't know how to do it. Oh, Jesus. TikTok. I'm not even on okay. TikTok. Fucking hell. All right. So I'm going to create it. Um, let me see. Allow access to camera. Okay. Oh, nice. Allow access to microphone. All right. So this I'm is gonna, you uh, showing your age now. I, you're telling me. All right. So we're going to go 60 seconds. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be 60 seconds or not. But here we go. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Hey, guys, this is Jeff from What the Puck Podcast. I'm currently in the middle of a show right now. This is who you're talking with. Say what's up, Mike. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? From England. Yes, he is from England. I don't know if I'm doing this correctly. I'm old. I don't know how to do TikTok. Um, So this is the first time I'm doing it. But hopefully you guys check us out. Follow us on Instagram uh facebook twitter and you can also find my buddy mike at hockey art company on all three sources too so make sure you check him out just uh type in the box hockey art company um and give him a good man jeff thanks mike so until then catch you later um all right so that was my first tiktok folks um very good what's tiktok uh i don't know i've heard of ricky ticky tavi and i've heard of uh tic-tac-toe so tic-tac-toe yeah i've never heard of tiktok (laughs) so i'm gonna admit over the place this is one of my longest tea time chats ever it's it's fucking it's the next day now it's now the 5th of july so i can no longer celebrate independence day yes you can because because it's independence day somewhere mike yeah that's very true (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry for keeping you and having the longest show ever oh, recorded. No worries. No worries whatsoever. So, again, I'm going to wish everybody, depending on when you're listening to this, a good morning, a good afternoon, a good evening. And if you listen to both of us and our sexy voices for the last two hours, I congratulate oh. Because <laughs> he had to listen to mine and I had to listen to his. And we're still talking, folks. So. Until next time, this is Jeff from What the Puck Podcast. Again, many thanks to Mike from Hockey Art Clothing Company. Make sure you find him. So until next time, folks, we'll see you then. Bye.